Welcome to Derek and Lindsay Take On Life. You'll hear Derek and Lindsay's take on parenting, entertainment, theme parks, and keeping your sanity as full-time managers and full-time parents. Today, kids sports, a nurturing mom versus a competitive dad. All right, so am I the uh, nurturing mom here? Clearly. <laughs> uh, nope, not at all. I, I am the competitive dad. Well, and you know what? I, I don't like this title because I am very competitive, and you know this, but I also, I definitely fall into the nurturing mom thing because he's five. Okay, so <laughs> when we're talking about the title, we're, we're talking about the title as parents yes. right now. I agree with you. You and I actually can't play several board games together because we are both very competitive and we've almost strangled each other playing Risk before. We cannot play Risk together. I think the last time we played Risk together was before we were even married and I don't think we talked to each other for the rest of the night. Well, it was a flight. Oh, that's right. It was, um, was it the flight to New York? Was it? No, it wasn't no, our honeymoon. it wasn't our honeymoon. It was, I think, San Diego. Okay. Because okay. it was a short flight. It was okay. a short flight. Yes, and it was the, the electronic one, which goes very fast. Anyways, going back to the children, which is what this is about. This is about the children. So, we're having the debate today because we came from flag football. Fresh off flag football. Correct. This is... A great league. It's something that's put on by Nike. It's called Next Level. Really good setup. You have the the coach fathers and or mothers. There hasn't been a mother, but I'm, I'm but sure. there are little girls playing, which I think is awesome. Yes, uh, the one girl in the red. Very good. I don't oh, know if she's, you see her. She's great. Fabulous. Fabulous. Her dad, <laughs> of course, is one of the coaches. And you also have a high school representative. From, from the varsity team that it, well, actually it could be the JV team, but. I'm, I think they're all varsity though. Okay. So th- you have a high school representative that's one of the coaches as well. And again, this has been an amazing program, a great introduction, all flag. Um, it's just, it's been a wonderful program for Malcolm to go through. But every game we, we tend to lose dad over here. He gets a little frustrated and ends up walking the track all by himself, leaving mom with usually mother-in-law and Marcus to watch big brother play flag football. And something that I think it's important to say is that Malcolm notices when you're not there. Today he looked over at me and he said, where's my daddy? So that's something to sit on. Fair. But... When all the other parents look at me side-eyed and I'm getting um, uh, yelled at essentially by, by my wife and by my mother, grandma, it's time for daddy to take a break. Daddy's too passionate and it has, it has absolutely nothing to do with winning. I don't care what the score is. That is not what I care about. I don't care if the other children are playing grab ass. I don't care. What I care about is my son. And I care about my son, 
paying attention. I care about my son trying. He doesn't need to catch the ball or throw the ball. I don't care. I'm not handing off great hand-eye coordination. Neither of us are. (laughs) Mine got immensely better as I got older. uh, But as a child, my hand-eye coordination was horrendous. So I have no expectation that he's going to be the greatest wide receiver, the greatest quarterback. None of that. But what I do care about is that he pays attention, he listens to coaches, and he tries every play. You try. Your friend's got the ball. Go downfield and block. Don't just stand there and stare down at the stool. And audio-wise, that sounds weird, but the quarterback doesn't get hiked to the ball. It's sitting on a stool. So don't hand the ball off and just stare down at the stool. That's my issue. And that's fair. You know, I think this team in particular, I was talking to Grandma today, and I I feel like we have the bad news bears on our hands. It is a ragtag bunch of preschoolers and kindergartners who've never done this before. And come find out today, and I just found this out today, we are the youngest team. We are the youngest So everyone else, every other team, they've been playing for at least a year. So it's hard, but I agree with Derek. I 100% agree. Um, He should be, he needs to channel his energy. And what I found, what is fascinating is when he plays defense, he crushes it. He tries. He loves defense. He he runs. He he doesn't always necessarily get get the flags, but he... Darn, he tries every single time. Now, I'm going to counter you here because this is a debate and we can't just go with the debate and say, I agree, I agree. So I'm going to counter you here. He can get the flag and he chases after them beautifully. He uses his supersonic speed and he can chase after them. Here's my problem. He lets them get past him. Before he starts running. Before he starts chasing them down. And he's got the ability to get the flag with, you know, four or five yard gain, but instead he chases them down 20 or 30 yards and puts in all the effort once they get past him. And agreed. So let's get into the heart of this conversation today. I think there's three points that we wanted to really talk about uh, with this nurturing mom versus competitive dad, and that is development development of you know his brain the just his development in the sport itself his self-esteem and the love of the sport how are our different tactics as a nurturing mom and a competitive dad how are the uh, the, how are we affecting those three things and i think that's fair to, Mm -hmm. to talk about okay so do you want to start with development Sure. Yeah. So when I think about development, I'm thinking about obviously the, I guess the, the physics of the sport, I guess. So I didn't play football. I still to this day have trouble wrapping my head around certain things with football. You've gotten much better. I have. With a couple of good playoff games. Yes. You've picked up a lot. So Obviously, when it comes to development as a nurturing mom, I'm just like, hey, you're running. You should run that way. Don't run that way. 
run this way. <laughs> you know, that's really all I can do, can do as a nurturing mom, quote unquote. But I also think I'm, you know, because I am telling him good job every play, because I am still telling him to hustle on the sidelines, I am helping him develop the skills that he needs to play in every sport. When we were playing soccer, even though, yes, I am that nurturing mom, I'm going to tell him he did a good job every time, even if he's sitting there, you know, well, no, that's a lie. When he sits there and picks grass, I get mad at him because he's not being fair to his team. And I'm really trying to develop that that team spirit and being there for your team. And when you're sitting there... I, I feel... And sorry to interrupt you, but I feel like this is where I'm getting attacked on the sidelines is I get upset when he's sitting there not paying attention, when he's looking the other direction, when he's not helping the team. I agree wholeheartedly that he should be helping his team. And that is one of my biggest frustrations. And I think that's a frustration we share. Okay. Well, I guess we found an intersecting point there. Hey, good job us. Fantastic. Development. Assuming that we're talking about development of the game and of playing sports and not of the person, which I assume we'll discuss under self-esteem. Yes. So as far as development of the game, if we're saying good job every play, if we're saying you did good every day, but we're not accomplishing the tasks that we've previously worked on, the tasks that we went into the game saying that this is what we need to focus on. I don't know if there ever will be good development if we can't look at ourselves and say, I failed here. And see, and I think we, we again, we're intersecting. We're both agreeing on that point. However, I don't want him to be like, oh, I failed. I want him to be like, I could have done that better. Because... We're saying the same thing, but two completely different ways, which if you're saying I could have done that better and you're acknowledging that and he's acknowledging that, then that is going to help you develop all three of these points better. Because it's not like, oh, I failed. Failed is a big, scary word. And I don't think I want to. And I, 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 I disagree with using that terminology. Well, I disagree with you not wanting to use that word. Failure is one of the best ways to learn. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. But it's instead of being, you know, beaten down because, oh, I failed versus like, I didn't do that right. I could have done it better. Next time I'm going to do it better. Do you see what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, but never acknowledging failure. I'm not saying we shouldn't acknowledge failure. At all. I never said that. I just don't think we should, you know, go up to our son and be like, you failed. <laughs> that is very cold. And I don't think that that's what I'm doing. Maybe maybe the external is different. But that is not how I feel. I am I'm representing myself to my son. <laughs> this, is, this is a little eye-opening for everyone involved today, and that's a good thing. That's why we're having these conversations. So on that note, I think this is a perfect uh, place to segue into self-esteem. I'm going to let you take this one. Self-esteem. So I'm going to reference 
the wonderful game of Sarcastaball. <laughs> if you have not uh, watched the South Park episode of Sarcastaball, our good friend Randy coaches the children, and it, it has to do with football as well, and they start taking away all of the things that make football football, and I think the last straw was they removed all the special teams plays because that's that's what makes the most injuries. That's where people get hurt the most. That's where people fail the most. <laughs> so <laughs> they end up twisting football around into this complete nurturing nightmare. If we want to say, you know, competitive dad has a nightmare when it comes to football, South Park realizes it completely. I highly recommend you go back and watch the episode if you haven't. Like, even if you're not a South Park fan, this really... Watch the episode. Yeah. If, if you're having a similar debate to this, <laughs> and you're on competitive dad's side, show Nurturing Mom this episode. There And by no means am I that bad. Like, again, he, Malcolm, today, uh, he totally tackled a kid. Told a straight up tackle the kid. This is flag football. They're not wearing helmets. Like this is supposed to be flag football. But I kind of was like, I was looking around for Derek, and I was like, Where is he? He missed this. This they, is great. <laughs> I'm sure they were losing fifty to zero by this no. point. We had like three touchdowns today. I think you're mistaken. I think no. I think the parents on our side thought they were touchdowns, but they really got stopped on like the three yard line and never progressed from there. Anyway, because I, I recollect parents cheering and like no 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 that actually wasn't a touchdown anyways anyways I, I i don't think that having our kids give each other hugs because the other one farted on the field um and exactly you know oh we all get you know a, a ten dollar goodie bag even though we just got murdered on the field oh i am totally anti participation trophies i hate that I hate participation trophies. Well, how anti-nurturing mom of you. <laughs> I think it's stupid. I do. Like, at the end of this league, I really hope that, you know, because I know they're they're ranking the teams, so I really hope there is none of this stupid participation trophy nonsense. I need to go take care of the baby. I'll be right back. So, I believe that self-esteem is built... Through bettering yourself. That is the best way. It's not a fake self-esteem. Again, hugs and rainbows and unicorns might seem like the way to build self-esteem, but this is a false self-esteem. And when that child actually does fail in life, they won't be equipped with the tools that they need in order to survive, in order to thrive. If a kid if a kid can fail and go, you know what? That's okay. I'm going to get up the next play. I'm going to do better. I'm going to get out there the next game. I'm going to do better. God, my 10-month-old is adorable. And this is where failure is okay. And this is where telling people that they could have done better is okay. Because when they build the skill, when they put in more effort, and then you tell them, my goodness, you improved so much, but you actually mean it, and it's not fluff, and it's not rainbow unicorn uh, hug participation trophy sarcastic ball. 
but actual improvement. I think that's how you build self-esteem. And I, here's the thing. I agree with you. I hate the the rainbow unicorn fluff. My favorite color is black. Like, I agree with what you're saying. However, where I feel as more of that nurturing character that I'm playing, I'm not leaving the football field when I get frustrated. I am still looking at him and I'm telling him, do better. I'm doing a little more nicely than you, but I'm still telling him to do it better. So I feel like being more of that nurturing and even if I'm frustrated because I'm like, again, when he was playing soccer, I that was my thing. When I was growing up, I played soccer. Obviously, you're much more involved with football because that's what you played, which makes sense. But it's just like you have to I get frustrated, but we have to have more of that nurturing so that way he's not like, oh, dad thinks I'm a failure. Because it's not helping him develop. It's not helping him grow and it's making him feel worse about himself. Again, today he was so sad when you weren't there. Where's daddy? So I think we can be hard on him. I think we can say, hey, do it better, but still help him grow his self-esteem by just being there. So let me, let me, counter, let me counter this point. My, no, I'm sorry. We're talking right now. What, what do you have to say? Um, that he said, where is your daddy, Malcolm? He said, where was your daddy? Oh, well, we're, we're talking about that now. Okay. Uh, that's something I'll talk with him about in a bit. My mother was nurturing mom. And she went to all the games. And she was very encouraging. But... The approval that I sought more was from my father, who didn't go to many of the games at all. Um, and I, we're, we're on the note of self-esteem, and we're, I'm, I'm talking about my parents, so let me tell you where my self-esteem grew. And I, this is not only for sports. This is where I think I developed a lot of my competitive edge, my winning edge. Freshman year, what did I do? At the time, I was working on computer coding, which was very new. I was, you know, an HTML coder, which was how you used to build websites back in the day. I was getting into all things computer. I love the 49ers, and my dad really wanted me to play football. My mom, too. So... I decided to go ahead and go out for the football team freshman year. This was this was before school started. You know, it was summer conditioning. And what did I do a week into it? I quit. It was too hard. And there were other things that I wanted to do. Mom was very supportive as she always was. Dad? Dad was mad. He said... Some hurtful things. He said some hurtful things to me. But guess what? Winter was the next sports season. And what happened? I had to prove myself to my father. I'm not a loser. I'm not a quitter. And I 
grew as a person. I grew my competitive spirit through wrestling. That really made me who I am today. And what happened after that wrestling season? Yeah, you know, I went to wrestling camp. I, I wrestled with the varsity team and the seniors while they were training for sections and they were training for state. I was a, a training partner as everyone else was, was, they were losing to attrition. Well, I was there training with the 152 pounders and the 160 pounders, essentially giving them a drill partner, you know, letting them take me down over and over and over again. And then I came back and did football the next year and I killed it. And I had, I was uh, probably the funnest, funnest time of my life was that next year of playing football. I had that competitive edge. I killed it. And that is why I have the self-esteem that I have today. So I love you and thank you for sharing with the class your feelings. But you said something very important. And that is, you know, you talked about you quit. And that's something that you and I both don't let Malcolm do. We don't let him quit. The first week of football, he said he didn't like it. Well, you're playing till the end of the season. You're not allowed to quit. So I think that's, again, something we both intersect on is not being a quitter. And that's something we're both doing. And that is really helping his self-esteem. We're, we're getting a little long, but I really want to talk about the last topic, which is the love of the sport. And I feel like we're both failing on that part. I really do. Because I feel like he's not, he doesn't care. Like, he just doesn't care. I certainly have had trouble getting him to want to watch professional football. I I can <laughs> I can get him to mimic, you know, go Niners. And he's got the football right now. Yes. Yeah, he's got the football. The baby has the football right now. <laughs> so you're saying there's hope. <laughs> um so if anything, with what we're doing with you know, Malcolm having him play football is encouraging the baby to want to play football. Love of the sport. Love of the sport right here. That's right. So, and hey, maybe circling back, maybe we didn't expose Malcolm to enough football when he was younger. What did he used to call his cousin? Baseball. Cousin, cousin baseball. baseball. He's he's excited to start baseball. We're, we're talking about in the way on the drive home. He was excited. We start baseball in a couple of weeks. He's super excited about it. Basketball. We took him to see a lot of Dylan's basketball games. And I feel like he's more into basketball. So maybe, you know, that's kind of, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Maybe that's something we we both failed at was we, yeah, he watched football with us, like at home and stuff. But he, it's different, you know, seeing his cousin do it, do it or a family member or a friend. So maybe that's something to think about. Okay. Okay. Football games are too expensive, like a professional football oh, game. Oh, so, heck yeah. Yeah, we're not going to take no, a no, professional No, 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 but game. maybe like we if go to some of like the, like once Dylan gets a little older, if we go to like the, the, um. The, bene- the, the, the high, high school, school games. The high school games, yeah. Yes. Which is just a great community experience anyway. True, 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 true. Or, you know, maybe we stay and we hook up with, I know a couple of moms that, have kids that are older. Maybe we watch them play after for a little bit. Okay. And you know what I did while I was working out the other day that was 
really interesting to Malcolm was we watched flag football on YouTube. So again, this is something both as a competitive dad, a nurturing mom, just encourage that, that love of the sport both on and off the field. Okay. I feel like there's a little bit of a game plan. Yeah. I can't promise that I won't no. go for one of my walks if there's lollygagging. Oh, for sure. And you also need to acknowledge that when I'm I'm st- still standing on the edge, I'm I'm getting I'm giving him the look and giving him the focus. Well, and I appreciate that because I, appreciate I agree that. he needs to focus. But I also just want him to. At the end of the day, he's five. I do want him to have fun with his buddies on the field. Yes. Okay. Well, this was a fun one. It, it was a fun one. I think that we understand each other's positions a little bit better. We had some growth today. We did have growth. <laughs> and listener at home, I hope you had some growth today too. 